Welcome to the Bread and Circuses Podcast, brought to you by Digital Pizza, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy this shit show. back once again bread and circuses podcast i am rooster here with crow hello and it still smells like sir stroming here <laughs> i don't know if it's my clothes or the bunker we're in because we're, we're recording again the bunker so you're gonna hear a little noise bit of background, background noise yep so yeah that stuff was you know i was telling someone on a scale from one to ten for smell and taste one being no problem, ten being the worst stuff you ever smelled. It was only about a seven and a half for smell. Well, for new listeners, let's kind of uh, circle back a little bit and say no. I don't want to. I want to power talking, through. Tell them what we're talking really quick. So, stroming is a Swedish fermented fish that is one of the most putrid foods in the world. Um, it uh, it's uh, it's salted. Yeah. I think it's herring. Yeah, it's herring. Basically, it's salted enough to stop it from rotting. It's fermented. It's in a can. The can itself is bulging. Yeah, when you it. when you order it and you and you it arrives, the can it looks like you know they say don't eat from cans that are swollen. This can's swollen because they say like a botulism or something. Yeah, except they say you can eat from that can because that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, and then when you when you uh, bite into it with the teeth of the uh, can opener, it basically just kind of explosively goes. Pssst. Yeah, and, <laughs> and sometimes like you get sprayed out, in the yeah. face with it. Which is what happened to Rooster. Yeah, so for having 50 likes on our Facebook page, we Bread agreed. and Circuses yeah, Podcast. We to film a video of us eating it and putting it on, on YouTube. Yeah, so the smell was about a seven and a half, I thought. Um, Sparrowhawk, who was, <laughs> who's been on our podcast before and was doing our camera work for us, it's like his kryptonite. <laughs> he smells that stuff. He's just, but uh, I have to say, it, the dime-sized piece I tried to eat... Was a 13 taste wise. Less than dime size. Maybe. I don't know. But whatever it is, I put it in my mouth and I instantly started to retch. I've never, that's never happened to me with anything before. Yeah, and I soldier, I soldiered on. I, I think I had about two bites of it without having a reaction, a retch reaction. I've done this before though. Yeah. And uh, so I knew I could handle it. But, but you got almost one of those entire fish down. Yeah, and what's funny, uh, I watched the video again afterwards, and it was, and I kind of, I had to edit it and put it up on YouTube, so I had to watch again, and I'm sitting there going, how the hell did I do that? I was just getting disgusted watching it, and uh, there's, a, there's a part where I basically shove a whole, it's like the size of, like, the length of your finger to your wrist. Yeah, it's a herring, and a little herring. I shove basically the whole, a half thing in my mouth, and then just kind of, like, start chewing, and then, like, kind of suck it down until I get to the tail, then I get the tail in my mouth. And I'm sitting there chewing it, and I'm going, okay, I, I remember spitting this out. I'm pretty sure I did. And I'm watching the video, and there's a point where I'm chewing, 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 and I'm kind of like, you know, irking ha halfway through. And Kind of? Yeah. And, and then there are a point where uh, Sparrowhawk offered me, he said, oh, you think you, I think you need a shot to, to wash that down. I'm like, yeah. And I go to take a shot, but before I do it, I spit into the garbage can, and it's like this little peep, like a little thing comes out. I do like two. I'm like, did I swallow most of that fish? I, I think th I did. I think you did. And then I took a shot of the fucking hard pig, which is like a really smoky, harsh scotch. And that actually tasted pretty good in comparison. <laughs> but I was watching that video. I'm like, I don't remember eating the a whole one. Yeah. I remember I remember like trying to and spitting most of it out. But no, I think I you, actually ate a whole one. I think you got almost. most of it. I think what I spit down. out was the fins and the tail. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, yeah. I mean, it's bones and everything. It's like all they do is chop the head off. Got pulled yeah, most and then of the guts different out. parts of it have different like uh textures and flavors like there's slimy parts and then there's like hard parts but then you get like this weird like like uh someone put soda in your mouth like you get carbonation parts of it like where it's like bubbling and you're like oh my god this has to be poison the skin is still <laughs> it's on it gotta be poison they didn't even <laughs> they didn't even pull the fillets out they just yeah and while i was uh uploading it to youtube i was looking at some other videos online of people doing the challenge and it was pretty much the same experience where some people kind of powered through it and kind of were able to eat some it one guy drank the juice oh out of the can and i'm like that 
I don't know if I could handle like do a shot glass full of the juice from the can. I don't think I could handle that. Uh, you know, I was talking with Sparrowhawk before we filmed it about whether or not I thought it would make me puke, and I didn't think it would because I'm. <laughs> there's never been. I've never come across anything in my life that just instantly made me throw up, and uh, even well, I I haven't tried syrup of Ipecac, but I've smelled it. And that did a little bit of it, but it didn't make me puke. Yeah, uh, ingesting it well. Yeah, I've uh, the the thing that did not make me throw up that <laughs> I thought would. Dogs are running up yeah. and down the stairs here. Those dogs' nails need trimming. Yeah, no kidding. Get get on that. Get to trimming. Yeah. So uh, this is this is gross. So everybody, just jump ahead two minutes if you don't like the story. In college, I was using my roommate's computer on his desk. And he was, he was a tobacco chewer, right? And I had a can of Mountain Dew, and he had had a can he was spitting into. And I took a swig of that oh, stuff. Oh, that. Day old, someone else's chew spit. I didn't swallow it, but I spit that out. I burned through half a bottle of Scope trying to get that yeah, taste out of it. That, but that be, didn't make me puke. Oh, that would be instant vomit for me. No, no, it didn't make me puke. Hmm. Surprising. Thinking, thinking about it makes me think about puking. But, but I put that piece of surstroming in my mouth. It was on my tongue about a second, and all of a sudden it just was. Bleh. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Oh, you didn't just spit. You actually had like a heave. Oh, I did. Okay. I, I didn't get it in my mouth and go, "This tastes terrible." I should spit it out. It was like something grabbed me by the throat and goes, "Get that out of here!" <laughs> I actually retched. Yeah, okay. I did. So. And then you gave up. I did. You know why? Terrible. Because I have this, it's this weird thing. I put, if I put something in my mouth that makes me almost throw up, my brain, there's this part of my brain that goes, don't do that again. You know? Well, for our listeners, I powered through. I know. That's good that you did, but. uh, I really thought for sure, especially when I started gagging, I thought for sure you were going to. No. You, well, you wouldn't even sit next to me when I was doing that. You know know what's funny though? We were talking about uh, this beforehand and stuff that, again, talking with Sparrowhawk. Well, you were getting all dressed fancy for it. Uh, we were talking about things that have made us throw up before. And sometimes for me, just if you sit there with um, the toothbrush in your mouth for too long, all of a sudden I get this, like if you're if you're brushing your teeth and you just leave it in the side of your mouth, every once in a while I get a reflex where you know, I'm I, like, I'm going to spit that I think out. that's common. I think a lot of people, because I've had that. So for me, it's not even really how something tastes. It's like what's there. You know, um, Sparrowhawk was telling me as a kid he drank... He was running around at a party drinking out of, like, shot glasses and stuff that people left behind. It was, like, 9 or 10 or something like that. And he took a swig of one that had a couple cigarette butts in it. That, him telling me that story, made me go, yeah. And and tobacco juice didn't do that to you? That's way worse to me. So it was more about, like, what was in there. Okay, the actual texture of it. Yeah. Because knowing, just knowing that it was tobacco juice would... I mean, if you took something that had, like, let's say... 10% 10% tobacco juice and 90% soda, and you're drinking it, and then you realize that somebody had spit their chaw into this glass, I'd immediately puke. Oh, I would spit it out and be like, that's gross. Oh, no, I would I would, I would, hurl. But this summer, I've, I've always had a fear of this. This summer, I was coaching my kid's baseball team, and I had a can of pop on the bench, and there were bees flying around. And I've always worried about a bee crawling in the can of pop, because I had a friend who got stung inside the mouth a couple times mm. by a wasp. So I always look... I was looking in there, and I went to take a swig, and there was something in my mouth. I spit it out right. It was a bee. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Nope. I almost threw up right then. Just the idea of that bee being in my mouth. So. All right. Well, I'm I, sure this is fascinating for everybody. Well, if you ride motorcycles, you'll invariably get a bug in the mouth <laughs> when you're riding around. So. How do you tell a happy biker? You got bees between their, or bugs between their teeth? Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. None for me. All right. All right. You had some stuff you wanted to get to. Uh, well, I wanted to talk about creepy Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, so Joe Biden, a former vice president under Obama administration, is contemplating. No, he's, he, he actually announced that he's, he's. I don't know if he did or not, not as yet. of this, but you have to announce, I think, by April 12th or 13th. I think that's the deadline. You have to file by then. So he'll announce pretty soon. Yeah, so he's contemplating getting in the race. And I've always known this about Joe Biden for years now, that he's a creepy son of a bitch. And Is I, it because he molested you as a kid? He touched me. If you show me, if you bring a doll in, I'll show you the bad place he touched me. Okay. But, um, and then he sniffed me. 
And he said, it's happening. No, he said, uh, now just remember, no dating till you're 30. Because <laughs> I want you all to myself. You know, that's one of his lines. What? So he... One, he has like these go-to lines when he has these like um, junkets or these like things where he has to shake a bunch of hands of senators or whatever, um, where it's like picture after picture after picture with the family. And he always gets these girls, the young girls to the side and he'll, you know, uh, caress their shoulders or under their rib cage or right under the, you know, the chest area. And then he'll sniff their hair. You can say hair. boobs. Well, the, no, because the girls that he's grabbing are pre-adolescent Ooh, okay. so he's grabbing the chest area or under the chest area it's it's just gross and but then he'll he'll say something and he said it multiple times and one of the go-to lines is now just remember no dating till you're 30 <laughs> and everybody's like ha, 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 ha. And now he doesn't follow it up with because you're all mine <laughs> oh i thought that's when he leans in and goes because you're all mine <laughs> but that's that's the implication in my opinion <laughs> But he says that. He says like the lines like that. He's got like his go-to lines. And it's, there's a couple of them. Oh, you'll be fighting the boys off. Or if they have brothers there, you're, you're going to have to keep the boys away from your sister there. It's just like a fucking creep. So anyways. I don't know. If I had a daughter, I'd be saying no no dating till you're 30. And, you know, I'd tell her yeah, brothers to keep the boys then, away. And then would you go over? Oh, would you do that to a friend's daughter? No. Would you sniff her hair? Oh, God, no. Would you um, get, stand behind I, her? I may say no dating till you're 30. Would you stand behind her and then nope. grasp her no. under her chin and no. then sweep her hair back? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do. Would you anything touch like their that. clavicle? No. Okay. Would you grab them by their arm to pull them next to you and then reach your hand around their waist? This has gotten to really weird Q and A, but no. It's basically everything <laughs> Joe Biden's done multiple times, and uh, he's he's and there, there's also videos of him and and they say, well, it's not just women. Yeah, he is handsy with everybody. There's a, a, a incredible picture of him sitting next to like a state trooper, and the guy looks like he has like a, a very hefty dude, and just looks like a bulldog. Stout. He looks like a bulldog. Okay. And there's a picture, and Joe Biden's sitting there, kind of looking at whoever's speaking, and he's got his hand on the guy's knee, and the dude's like looking at him, like the fuck. <laughs> like, I got a gun. It's a. Have you seen that picture? No. It's so funny. I mean, and then there's guys, and I don't know if the because initially when I saw this picture, this was a couple of years ago. It was funny, and I'm like, oh, Jesus. And Joe was, like, oblivious. But I don't recall seeing the faces of the guys around him. Like, I mean, there was guys sitting around, but I don't remember that. The new picture I saw, I think it might have been Photoshopped because everybody around him has looks on their faces like, what the fuck, too? <laughs> like, they're all noticing, and I don't think that was initially in the video, in that picture. Isn't it funny, though? You almost can't trust pictures no, anymore. yeah. You just can't. Yeah. Um, so, this guy, he's he's been, he just came out with a video saying... Um, a, kind of apologizing, saying, you know, I'm, you know, from a different era, and I, I, I need to, I need to understand that uh, personal space and blah blah blah. I'm like, oh, this Dude, is Joe, the yeah. I hear you video. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. And it's too. I hear you. And I'm not even talking about the Me Too age. This is not anything to do with that for me. It's that he is just really a creeper. He's a creeper, and I, I don't care. It, 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 there's like. If you, there's a website somebody put up said, I think it's joebiden.org or something like that. Mm -hmm. And basically it's a parody uh, account that just shows him basically like little gifts of him doing his girl maneuvers. There's like 60, 70 of them. It's nuts. All photoshopped. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, and what's funny though is, is in this me too era, you'd think that would be the end of it. I mean, once like one picture comes up or one video of him leaning in and going and then grab, you know, grabbing a woman. I want you all to myself. Yeah. That'd be the end of it. But no, he's got, he's got dozens and dozens and dozens and the, the left and, and Democrats and, and uh, the media are trying to, trying to give him a pass. Not all of them, but I mean, it's, it's amazing how many are. Well, he's got his Democrat and Obama get out of jail free cards. Well, and they're, they're saying stuff like, oh, he's just, who was it? Um, Mika Brzezinski. Yeah. Did you hear her quote from Morning Joe? Yeah. She she was like, you're kind of laughing it off like, oh, he's just, he's very, it's it's he's very um, hands-on, but in a safe way. You know, he doesn't mean anything by it. Shut up. I don't care. He's creepy as fuck. You know what's, what's so strange to me is uh, Mike Pence comes out and goes, 
I don't have dinner with a woman who's not my wife without someone else there. Yeah. I don't. I just don't. And the left seized on that and said, oh, well, that's his low opinion of women. Well, that's him covering his ass. Yeah. You know, saying, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And what's funny is, this is my own Mike Pence moment. If I'm at the club working out and there's a woman I know, you know, that I've seen before, we've talked in passing. Because, you know, when you're going to the club at the same time, you see all the same people and everything. Um, I, I just don't approach them and talk to them. They have to approach me and talk to them because I just don't want to be, I don't want them to feel like I'm just like in their space, like, hey, how's it going kind of thing. Hmm. I just don't, you know, leave them alone. You know what I notice I do at the club? There's a lot of hotties at my club, depending on what time of the day you go. You're talking about the the guys you usually see there? <laughs> so the girls too. And uh, <laughs> so anyways. You almost got me to spit my dick out. <laughs> when I'm, when I'm you know, really scope because I'm not going to not look right. I mean, oh. they're, they want you to look, I mean, I don't care what you're saying. Well, they're asking for it. No, when, you, when you're wearing these, like, like uh fancy uh, pants that are just basically all up in your crevice. Did you just say fancy pants? Fancy pants. <laughs> said I, sound fancy pretty, pants. I, sound, I sound pretty old, don't I? Yeah. So they're wearing their fancy when yoga they're pants. They're wearing those revealing yeah, bloomers. Fancy pants. So anyways, <laughs> And they're 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 pulled up so tight that it's like you know, all up in their crevice, you know, front and back. And you didn't, you didn't just say that. And uh, oh yeah, I, and you can't help but notice. And I'm I'm gonna look, and they don't, you know, they should expect it, right? I mean, it's looking is is the least. I mean, if you go up and you start getting creepy, sure. But what I noticed I was doing, I'd be working out, and when you're working out, you sometimes you get an intense expression on your face because you're. <laughs> You know, I know exactly where you're going with this. So, so you're sitting there working out. Oh, and you're getting that, like, your <laughs> eyebrows are scrunching. You're like, you got grit in your teeth. And you get that look, like that rab, that feral animal look sometimes when you're trying to yeah. squeeze out those reps and you get done. You're like, oh. And then you look and you, and you stare at someone's ass because it's right there, right, right, right in front of you. And you're like, and then you realize if she, if somebody looks at me looking at them with this look on my face. You're going to be like a lion chasing a leap, uh, yeah, limping yeah, yeah. gazelle. <laughs> yeah, that's the look. And you like, you realize, they'll oh, be like, that guy's going to kill her in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah. Or, or what a creeper. I mean, you realize how bad that looks. Right. And then, and so, so I, I'm, I'm training myself to like work out with a neutral expression or even kind of a jolly little smirk. See, that's why you have to do like really low rep, really heavy stuff. Like, you know, 80% deadlifts because you do like two reps and then you have to sit down or you pass out. <laughs> You're not looking at anybody then. You're just trying to stay conscious. Yeah. I noticed in between, in, in between sets, I'd be standing there, you know, waiting my minute, minute and a half to do my next set. And I'd be, you know, scoping out the ass and, uh, sometimes the female ass too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> now that we're on that kick, I might as well stay with it. Um, do you realize how homophobic you sound? Yeah, but, uh, but I noticed, you know, I'm like, I've got kind of a scowl, right? And I'm staring at, I'm like, how dare she wear that outfit? That kind of a look. And I'm like, that's not the look I want to give. Because if she sees me and turns around and looks at me, I don't want her to go, fuck you. Or think, fuck you. I want her to go, oh, this guy's checking out my ass exactly how I want him to. So I want to have that look like, hey, that like little little eyebrow raise, a little half smile. But not creepy. It's very, it's a, there's a very fine line. You don't like walk up behind them, rub their shoulders and smell their hair? <laughs> no, I just smell their yoga pants. But if you, my point is, if you do that, if you rub their shoulders and uh, smell their hair, you can whisper, I'm a Democrat. And they'll leave you alone. Really? Because it's okay. Oh, oh, I, I okay. I thought if I said, I'm a conservative, <laughs> they'd leave you alone or kick you in the balls. <laughs> they'll leave you alone, but they'll call the police. Mm. So, yeah, yeah it is, it is a, a little bit of a minefield at the gym. Did you see, I, this is an old skit on Saturday Night Live when they were kind of funny. So this is like the Amy Poehler, uh, Tina Fey era was the last time they were any good. Uh, Tom Brady was on there one time and they were doing this, uh, what's sexual harassment and what's like flirting. Yeah, and, the guy's handsome. Everything's flirting. So it was Tom Brady. Is that what it was? I mean, he's, yeah, he's a good looking yeah. guy. Oh, but they went over the top on it. And then Fred Armisen was the other one. <laughs> I mean, Fred's, he's not an ugly guy. But yeah, he's, sort he of, he's sort of geeky looking. and He's not handsome. Well, he's not ugly, but um, he's not my type. But One, uh, one to ten, what do you rate him? Uh, well, the fact that he's a guy, he's got to drop down to about a six. I'd say he's a four. Yeah, I was going to go three and a half. All right. 
But uh, now, all you all you listeners that have heard us rate women before in the past, we don't just do women. Yeah. So there. well, we don't just rate women. <laughs> I mean, you you do what you want to do. Right. We swing both ways, is what I'm saying. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Oh, that's what that means. Okay. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> he threw me way off. So Tom Brady comes up to a woman at work who's sitting in a cubicle and he says, Hey, Denise, you look nice today. And she's like, Oh, thanks. Fred Armisen walks up and says the exact same thing. He's like, Hey, Denise, you look nice today. And she's like, yeah, that's really inappropriate. <laughs> and there's one point where Tom Brady's walking up. He's got a, uh, button down shirt and a tie on no pants. And tidy whities on. And the shirt is tucked into the tidy whities And he walks up and he's like, hey, Denise, you kind of hot. Would you like to go out this weekend? Or something like that. And she's like, well, yeah, of course I would. And then they have Fred Armisen just walk up to a woman's desk. And she picks up the phone like she's calling HR. And he just walks away. And then they're like, so that's the difference. Sexual harassment versus uh, um, flirting is if you find them attractive. That actually, that's actually true. That's, I don't mean to diminish people who are actually sexually harassed, but I just saw Lauren Chen had a thing on this uh, harassment versus versus dating mm-hmm. nowadays in the Me Too era, and she showed that video of the woman walking down the street in New York City. Yeah, I remember the one that was... Uh, She's wearing this really... Very you know, tight pants and like, like a, like a, a black, black crop dress. top kind of thing. No, it was a crop top and, oh, okay. and, and real tight blue jeans. Yeah, so, but she, I mean, she looked good, and they were showing her walking down With a the, scowl on her face, basically. The whole yeah, thing. and guys were like, hey, baby, or smile, or whatever, and some people would just go, hey, beautiful, you know, stuff like that, and they're like, look at all the harassment. Lauren Chen goes, okay, so when a guy keeps pursuing you and you're not interested, or they yell something sort of inappropriate, but when a, when a guy says, hey, beautiful. Wow, you look great. Or just when she walks by, he goes, wow, yeah. you know? Um, there was one guy that, like, creeped on her that was like walking with her without yeah. saying anything that's that's creepy stop it but i mean it's someone saying hey beautiful is that is that really sexual harassment or well what about the the uh, you should smile or i'd love to see your smile that they, they, they really hate that the, the feminists that that's like the big no-no you can't tell a woman to smile well, there was even one where one of the guy goes, one of the guys go be- goes beautiful American Eagle or something like that because he's wearing like an American Eagle yeah. logoed shirt. He wasn't even. T- I mean, yes, he was talking about her. I'm not stupid, but he didn't even mention anything about her. Was that long time ago? Long time ago, I was at a uh, Hooters restaurant, and uh, I had a shirt with a logo on it, like a kind of an intricate logo. I can't remember what it was though, but it had it was like a black shirt with lo- like a bunch of printing on it. And uh, I was sitting there talking to like a waitress and uh, she, she's like, oh, she didn't hear what I said or she got distracted. She goes, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just reading your shirt. And I go, I go, that's okay. I'm just reading yours. <laughs> <laughs> you should, you so, you so should have gone. Um, I'm up here. <laughs> Ladies. Up here. <laughs> yeah. Up here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just think it's funny that they're going out of their way to dismiss what Biden does. And it what he does really is creepy. Now, I'm not saying he's ever gone to the state. I don't say it behind closed doors. He's probably, you know, part of that Democrat pedophile ring where they, you know, they fly off to whatever country and then they have their, you know, underage sex parties. I think he's he's one of the main cult. I'm, I'm not saying that conspiracy theory stuff. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying. You're, wait, you're not really saying that you believe there's a Democrat pedophile ring. Of course there is. There's a, there's pedophile. Okay. Haven't you heard of Pedo Island? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Well, we'll talk about it next. Is that a next, TV show on like, on like uh, true TV or the travel channel? There's a rich pedophile that takes all of his rich buddies on his plane. Bill Clinton was part of it. And they would fly to Pedo Island and then, okay. and then they'd uh, do their thing. Just saying. I don't believe for a second. I don't think Biden was part of that. I don't think for a second that Bill Clinton was a pedophile. I believe that Bill, because look at all the women he harassed. Yeah, they aren't they aren't your conventionally attractive females. Yeah, so no, it's just he like, had a tight. It's just like anybody has heard of PizzaGate. I I've heard it. To be honest, I don't know what it is. I mean, honestly, the Podestas. Yeah. Um, I think it was John Podesta. Yeah, he's a creepy son of a bitch. There, you should see his art. He has 
and this is like verified. I mean, a lot of the Pizzagate is conspiracy theory stuff, right? Um, there's these supposedly these pizza joints that are like just fronts for like a, a crazy, you know, pedophile parties and shit. It's gross. It's really gross. Um, but the, the evidence they show is like a lot of it is like it's circumstantial stuff, but it's like just on the face of it, you go, wow, this is, this is creepy. Like Podesta has some really creepy artwork. Like they've showed it. And I'm like, yeah, you can't be normal and have that artwork. Uh, one of them is like, uh, one of the Jeffrey Dahmer's victims, a sculpture of one of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims in like a weird pose. It's, it's, this is true. This is not just like one guy saying this. This is, this is verified people. Everybody knows he's had this artwork. It's just stuff like that. You know, it's like, yeah, I don't know if the whole story is true, but there's elements of it that merit you being creeped out. Well, I mean, I would be lying if I said there wasn't. I didn't think there was a ton of sex sex trafficking and stuff like that. I mean, look, these these preteen kids don't disappear because someone wants to hang out with them, you know? They yeah. disappear because people sexually molest them and throw them in a ditch somewhere. But um, I firmly believe, and it has nothing to do with me for party, I firmly believe that if you get uh, rich people generally more likely to see it in men, although I think women do it too because it's a power thing, um, in positions of power that, you know, they're going to, like, it's the Tom, whole Tom Brokaw thing. When Tom, when they said Tom Brokaw, who's like America's, you know, Walter Cronkite Jr., they said, oh, he was making untoward advances on that one woman who was uh, a younger reporter or whatever for NBC. Does it surprise you? That, uh, I mean, not necessarily Tom Brokaw specifically, but a 65-year-old guy, I think, at the time, who's reached a level of acclaim and all that, has this attractive 30-year-old reporter nearby him. He's not going to say or do something inappropriate. I mean, I think a, I wouldn't do that, but I think a lot of people in those positions, it's just what they do. Yeah, no, one was, no one was surprised by the Harvey Weinstein thing. No. You know, I mean, the the fat, sort of awkward, you know, jerky guy, does it, it didn't surprise anybody that he hit on these women. And I think you get people who get in a position where no one says no to them, they start becoming a little depraved sometimes. So I'm oh, not saying, I'm not saying Joe Biden and all these people are depraved. I'm saying it wouldn't surprise me if some of them are. I think. Joe Biden, just the level of creepiness that he's displayed on camera just makes you, you have to second guess the guy. You can't just sit there and go, oh, well, I mean, there's no proof and there's no indication that he does this, does anything more or anything in private. There's no, so we'll just let it go. You can't because there's just too much. If there was one incident where it's like, okay, that's a little, a little off, a little off putting, but it, that was it. It's like, okay, they'll tack it up to being on, you know, painkillers or something and being weird. Um, but it's just a, it's a, it's a pattern with him that means something. It, it, it means something. And if you had a uh, preteen children, you wouldn't let them be alone with Joe Biden. And another thing you've had, P uh, I'm not going to let my kids be alone with anybody. I don't know. No, no. Even if you knew him, if you knew the guy for years, you wouldn't let people there, his secret service. He's, he was known for skinny dipping. Mm -hmm. Did you know this? Yeah. He's a skinny dipper. And especially in front of the... There was female um, um, Secret Service agents that were completely creeped out because he would do he would strip down, get naked, and go slip into the pool in front of them. And that's a, that's a perv thing to do. And don't think... Don't act like it's innocent because it's not because you're expecting a reaction. That's what he's getting off on. He's not expecting that, oh, they're going to get in the pool with me and we're going to have a good... He knows that's not going to happen, but he's getting aroused by the thought of them being uncomfortable by his nudity. Well, Charlie Rose was doing the same thing. Charlie Rose was, you know, having, that was what he got kicked off a of CBS for. I mean, there was a long history of him being, you know, naked and calling female assistants in. There. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a flasher thing. It's yeah. a, t it's been going around for forever. The guy that the, you know, the typical stereotypical trench coat flasher that would run around naked under his trench coat and flash women. He wasn't expecting the woman to go, oh, my God, that's great. I love to see your dick. Let me yeah. let me let me do something to you. No, he just he actually got sexually aroused by their revulsion. Yeah. Well, the, uh, 
I've heard this several times. I don't know if it's true, but there's lots of different sources, so maybe it's urban legend that LBJ used to like to have his um his some of his meetings in the Oval Office. While he's he was, on the shitter. Yeah, while he's taking, <laughs> and it wasn't about you know he was you know he had uh, incontinence issues or something like that. He just it's a power thing. Yeah, it's like I can make you people sit there while I'm taking a shit. You know. I mean, that, that's what I think it is. So I don't think Biden's got a chance in hell of being the nominee for the Democrats. I think if Biden runs, he's going to be the nominee, and I don't think he's going to beat Trump. But I think there might be a last-minute uh, uh, Michelle Obama. I still don't think she's going to do I it. I hope not. I, I wouldn't be surprised in four years if she does. Because she's, she's, you know, she's got everything next- she needs. The media shilling for her. They got you know a bunch of money. You know, Democrat money shilling for. I mean, she's 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 going to be uh, formidable just because of that. I don't think she's got the personality for it, but that doesn't matter. She has the personality to get elected. I don't think she has the personality to run the country. So, mm-hmm. well, to finish my thought on this whole thing, and I do want to bring up Michelle Obama again. It, if you think, I think I'm in the ballpark on these statistics. It's something like sixty percent of married men cheat. And now even women, it's up to like mid-40s percentage. Someone can fact-check that for me. But I think that's the last I've heard numbers. And it doesn't surprise me that the higher up you get on sort of the power and prestige ladder, that that number wouldn't even go higher. You know, there's a big thing now about how they say George W. There's a book that came out about Barbara Bush, and it's called Matriarch. And they say there's even rumors that George Bush cheated on her. And these are the people that everybody look as like the most wholesome and everything. And so it just doesn't surprise me when that happens. But no, then, probably. then you get someone like Mike Pence who goes out of his way to say, look, I don't even, I'm, I don't even get in the same room with a woman. I don't know without people around. It shouldn't surprise you because you know there's human nature and there's urges as, as humans that people have. And that's what civilization, and, you know, years of social socialization has tried to, you know, keep clamps on and keep us functioning as a society to, to stop us from just, you know, going out and having sex with anybody we see or taking what we want because that doesn't work for a society. But those are natural kind of animalistic urges that every mammal has. <laughs> well, and I think typical male urges are to be with as many women as possible. Right. And female issues are more like, or find, um, find this, find this strongest male. Like hypergamy. Yeah. You know, the 80% of women are chasing the top, 15% of guys. Yeah. You know, but that's, so. that's nature. That's what perpetuates, you know, your, your species. Yeah. And breeding. So it's like ingrained in you, but our, you know, higher brain functions tell us, okay, if as a society, it doesn't work, it doesn't work in a big society. So we got to tamp down on that stuff. Well, I'm not condoning or dismissing it. I'm just saying that's, that's what it is, you know? Right. So, all right. So we're out of table topics. Yeah, I didn't go. I, I know there's a bunch of more like um, runs of table topics that you can get. Um, I didn't get them. But yeah, I do see, have... and this is this is an issue I have with you, Crow. I mean, you edit. I don't the, do a damn thing. I know you edit the video <laughs> and you you know you do the all this stuff, but I show up and right. you don't even have the uh, table topics. I know. But I do. What I do have is a three thousand. Would you rather questions? Okay. Now I don't know if they're any good. And if they aren't, we're not going to stick with this. We might have to just look up like more outrageous, more fun stuff. But okay. I'm just going to random. Or should I, I'll start with the first one. Might as well work your way through because if we, if this takes off and we just start jumping around, we'll be like, did that one, did that one. All right, Rooster, would you rather give up your favorite food for a year? Yes. Or give up candy forever? Yes. That's actually a decent one. <laughs> It's a crow answer. I yes. would give up. I'd give up my favorite food for a year. I can handle that. Um, I already already did that. I uh, I drank a lot. I don't. I drink a lot of pop, so I wanted to give up sugared pop for a year, which I did, and it wasn't really that hard. My favorite food is Chinese food, and I know how bad it is for me, but I love it so much. Yeah. But I used to go to China when I was younger. I'd go to Chinese buffets like. You know, three trips to the bay. <laughs> kind yeah. of I can't even do half a trip at this point without feeling like I'm going to, you know, go into a coma. I don't think I would have any problem giving up my favorite food for a year. When you say candy, candy for me is something I don't go out of the way and buy. 
but my wife buys it all the time and she's just like, well, don't eat it. I'm like, that's like potato chips. If potato chips are in the house. Yeah. It's so much easier to just not eat them. Even when candy's around, if they're I not there, I don't have to like, I mean, I don't always think about there's candy. I got to eat it. But I will get a craving, like, I got to have a candy bar. Yeah. Sometimes. Even when it's not around me, I just feel like I need it. And your body's telling you you need something. Right. But my point is, if it's not in the house, it's a lot easier to not eat it. Right. All right. Next one. Right. Would you... Okay, this isn't isn't as good. How about, so yours was you would give up your favorite food for a year? Yeah. Okay. Would you rather live in a windmill or a lighthouse? I, I don't know what the inside of a yeah. windmill is. Yeah, you'd have to. I'd, be, I'd have to actually see the layout. Okay, here's my couple questions: um, Is it an old-fashioned functioning lighthouse where you have to wake up every four hours and right. crank Are the thing? Are you working to the there? Yeah. yeah. Or is it like nowadays, like renovated? They're, they're just automated, or or like a renovated light. You know, yeah. I, that's there's too many ifs on that one. I would. I so here's if I didn't have to do the wake up every four hours and crank the thing to the top, which I don't think you'd have to do anymore. I would pick a lighthouse because uh, I I like that kind of idea. I have no idea what the inside of a windmill is like, and I gotta believe a windmill's got some like moving parts that are gonna make constant noise. Yeah, I think the noise factor of the windmill might be the problem. But I I was playing that video game, The Long Dark. There's a lighthouse in one of those things. It was kind of cool on the inside. And I'm like, this would be kind of cool. <laughs> All right, we'll go one more here. Would you rather... How about, be, wait, how about you? Are you the lighthouse or are you the... I don't know. I, okay. I'm thinking you just kind of convinced me with the, with the noise aspect. I think, I think I'm think i leaning towards lighthouse just because of maybe the windmill might make some yeah. noise. That, so, Moving but I, parts need a lot of maintenance. But I'm not sure. Yeah. All right. Would you rather be an angel on your friend's shoulder or be a devil on your enemy's shoulder? I've got an answer for this. Okay, go ahead. I'm sure you think opposite, but I'd rather be an angel on my friend's shoulder. No, I would think that would be you. Well, if I'm a devil on my enemy's shoulder, right? So I don't like my enemy. So what they do is generally what... So you could tell them to ruin their life. Yeah, but I mean, isn't that what I'd want to do anyway? I mean, if they're making choices that... You're making them make choices that destroy their life. Oh, so I'm exacerbating their bad behavior. Right. Something they wouldn't normally do unless you're sitting there whispering in their ear, you should do this. You really my should point, do this. My point is, it's like when people who I don't like or don't respect say they don't like or respect me, I think perfect because I don't like your choices. If I was the devil on that person's shoulder, am I getting to do something different than what they would normally do? But you're saying, no, you just take it and make it worse. Yeah. I, th- I think something that they might not do, but you're you're pushing them over the edge to do it. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I default to being an keep, angel keep, on the keep, front Keeping shoulder. your friends from doing something stupid is what I'd rather do. I mean, that's pretty much what I do with you. <laughs> you know. All right, those weren't too bad. We might stick with those. Yeah, I think so far. All right. If you, uh, if you like that idea, tell us on the comments. Yeah, on. if you want us to go pick up another table topics brick, uh, lucite brick of table topics, we can do that too. So, but uh, so far, I'm, I'm not, uh, not disliking this. Yeah. Would you rather? Let us know. And if you guys have some, would you rather questions? Oh, that'd be good. That would be fun. Yeah. You can email us. It's, uh, and I'll put the links at the end of this or whatever, uh, podcast, uh, aggregate you're listening to this on. If you look at the description of the show, I'll have our emails. All right. So back to our topics, um, on the Michelle Obama thing that came up because, um, there's rumor that she had a lot to do with this Jesse Smollett thing. Yeah, it was her camp, her, one of her closest aides or her lead aide campaign. Well, I don't even know what that means because she didn't campaign anything. I don't know what that means. Well, I mean, she's going to have staff if she's the first so it was, lady. It was her, her lead staff person. A person in her orbit, I would say, uh, got a hold of this Kimberly or Kim Fox and told her to drop the charges. But now I've heard most of this is just conspiracy theory stuff. Um, but now I've heard that they think they may have had some dirt on Kim Fox to get her to agree to this because this is going to be a career killer. Because just today, the uh, um, what are the what are the Fraternal Order of Police for Chicago? I was going to say the Benevolent Order of Police, but I was thinking the Elks Club there. The Fraternal Order of Police came out and did a big protest and said they formally yeah. are requesting her resignation. And they said, it wasn't just this. It's been a history of this kind of stuff. And well, I've just looked it up really quick here and there's two 
Hotair.com and DailyWire.com both say in their headline, uh, Michelle Obama's ex ex chief of staff admits that she did try to, and then it goes on. And then the other one says from hot air says ex Michelle Obama aide on Smollett. Yep. I did it. So let's look at the, um, daily wire. Uh, she did try to intervene in the Smollett investigation. She admits it. So after evidence came to light that the former chief of staff of Michelle Obama had attempted to intervene on behalf of the Smollett family to get the investigation turned over to the FBI, the ex aide prominent Chicago attorney, Tina Chen, has now gone on the record to confirm that she did contact the state attorney's attorney whose office eventually led let Smollett off the hook. So why is that not tampering or obstruction or something? Can you imagine if this was like like let's say Trump Jr. Yeah. Or yes, anybody in the orbit of Trump, what would have happened? Well, think about that. So Trump has that meeting at uh Donald Jr. has that meeting with those Russians who uh, they said had dirt on Hillary, and he said in the emails, great, awesome, this will be great. And then he went to the meeting and nothing happened. They were freaking out about that. Nothing came of it. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but just the fact that he thought he was doing something. Well, and it's funny. But this chick can call up and just go, yeah, let's get these, let's get the Chicago Police Department out of it and get the FBI involved. Going on a bit of a tangent from what you just said with uh, with uh, meeting the Russians for the dirt on Hillary. If the Democrats and the left think that was such a big deal, then why is it not a big deal that Hillary's camp and their opposition research got information from a foreign agent about Trump, supposedly? Didn't happen. Oh, so Trump didn't collude with Russia? Yes, Trump did collude with Russia. Okay, so then Hillary's um, aides or Hillary camp um, did opposition research and contacted a guy to get this report, a foreign, a foreign person, Steele, who was a British guy. Um, they got him to do this. So, so you're saying that yes, Trump did it, but yes, Hillary did collude with a foreign agent in order to get dirt on Trump. That's what you're saying. Let me give you an example. Okay. <laughs> so let's say someone accuses me of murdering you. Okay. You're like, you're dead in your house and they accuse me of doing it. Right. You've been shot or whatever. And they say, they know I did it. Everybody knows it. We were having a dispute whatever, they heard a gunshot, they saw me leaving your house, but they can't prove it, okay? You're not dead. Hmm. See? Touche. See how that works? <laughs> You're not actually dead. They can go, here's the body, he's not okay. here anymore. I go, yes, but he's not dead. All right. Well, that was a tangent that I had to go on. Sorry. Yeah. Um, you want to read a little bit more from this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, in a statement to USA Today on Wednesday, Chen addressed reports that she had emailed Cook County State Attorney Kim Fox to request on behalf of the Smollett's that the... Who are the Smollett's, by the way? What, what's his family? Who is it? Jussie, his yeah. family. Is it his mother? I don't know. Is it his wife? He would not... No. <laughs> he would not be his mother's son. Okay. If he didn't tell the truth. That's good. Oh, you, got, you even got the tear going. Good job. Yeah. All right. Um, I got a whiff of Sir Strumming. <laughs> uh, okay. On behalf of the Smollett, that the investigation be taken out of the hands of the Chicago Police Department, which would eventually conclude that Smollett had orchestrated an alleged alleged hoax hate crime against himself. Now, here's a quote from Chen. I know members of the Smollett family based on prior work together. Shortly after Mr. Smollett reported he was attacked as a family friend, I contacted Cook County State Attorneys Kim Fox who I also know from prior work together. My sole activity was to put the chief prosecutor in the case in touch with an alleged victim's family who had concerns about how the investigation was being characterized in public. Wow. Well, I have some questions. Okay, so they say they had to get it away from the Chicago PD and that it's good that this got dismissed because the Chicago PD has a reputation for cor being corrupt. Okay? So will you, will you go along with me on that? Yeah. Okay. So the fact that it's not the chief, it might be the chief of police, but the guy who got out there and said, hey, this is a travesty that this has happened and he's been dismissed was a black guy. Right. So he's running the department. Okay. And Chicago has been a Democrat stronghold forever. Okay. So if Chicago is run by the Democrats and the chief of police, and maybe that's not his title, but I think it was the chief of police, is black. But the department's so corrupt that black man can't get a fair shake there. 
Doesn't that make the Chicago PD racist? Well, of course. Or does it make everybody who's protesting the Chicago PD racist? Or are they all just racist? Or is it possible that all of those Democrats are racists? That's quite the pickle. I know. <laughs> it's a legal conundrum. There's actually or more. Or a logical here. conundrum. There's more here that's actually pretty interesting. I was kind of reading. Um, um, after Chen contacted Fox to voice the Smollett families, and they've got this in quotation marks, concerns <laughs> about how the Chicago police were handling the case, Fox replied to a February, February 1 email, and here it is in quotes, spoke to the super, superintendent Johnson. I convinced him to reach out to FBI to ask that they take over the investigation. That's the guy. I think it's Johnson. It was the black guy I was talking about. Spoke to the superintendent earlier. He he made the ask. I guess that's that's what she's that's the way she put it. He made the ask. Uh, Fox told the Smollett family member whose name was redacted from released court documents. And then here here it is again. Trying to figure out logistics. I'll keep you posted. And then the relative replied, "OMG, this would be a huge victory." And then she responds, "No, I make no guarantees, but I'm trying." Um, and why would it be a huge victory to have the FBI involved? That's a good question. I, I don't. Because then it's a hate crime or something. Do they know somebody in the FBI, and they're thinking maybe that's why that 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 would. That, I'm I'm I always assume you know ignorance over corruption. I assume that's because the family feels like if the FBI gets involved, there'll be more resources involved. Uh, whoever gets caught will be punished more harshly because it's a federal crime. So you're saying the family member buys into small, just Jesse Small's story, Lockstock, and just believes him. So right. they're really pushing to get this because they right. believe the Chicago police are corrupt and they're gonna, they're trying to. They believe uh, that it really them. happened. Yeah. That so they some... think the feds will will be better at figuring it out and take his side because he's telling the truth. And yes, I said truth. Well, I was gonna make an axe joke earlier, but when you said she made the ask. <laughs> so i mean this is bullshit i mean can you imagine if i if if i perpetrated a hoax hate on myself saying that you know somebody who really hates disabled uh, lesbian black women um you know wrote uh, put a swastika on my house <laughs> because that's that's what they do that's how they do right and then it turns out that i did it myself because i because i did it backwards did you hear about that that uh, fake hate crime in, I think it's South Carolina, the woman who was a city councilwoman, black woman, it's about a month ago. She came out and found a yellow substance had been sprayed all over her yeah, car. Yeah, they spray painted her car like yellow green. It was terrible. It was so racist. I couldn't believe it. Her husband came out and she said, look what they just did in my car. And he goes, that's racist. And then they called the sheriff and the sheriff goes, it's pollen. It's a, it's a pollen. Yeah. She goes, I don't care. It's racist. Yeah, she goes, <laughs> I felt like it was a hate crime. And she goes, I've had my life threatened before. I'm like, shut up. So if I did this this false hate crime on myself and the police came and did their investigation. Wait, if you had me wear white face and do it. Yeah. Would would there be any chance that I could I could say, no, the police are corrupt. I don't want them doing this. Can we get the feds involved? Would there be a chance of that? Um. No, what they would just do is go, oh, he just faked that some black guys beat him up. Never mind. It's not real. And then they'd forget all about it. Yeah. And no one would throw your name out there on social media or dox you or anything like that. Yeah. It would never happen. Well, I mean, I don't have a lot more to say about this. It's The situation's just ridiculous from from start to now. What do you think eventually happens to him? Honestly, I didn't think he was going to get out from these 16 charges. So, neither. I um, think he's going to eventually be charged with something. I think else. the feds will charge him. Actually, I think so. And I think he sent that letter. To, he sent a letter to himself. Problem is, if they can't prove it, then what are they going to do? They can't charge him. I think they have just based on what I've seen. I have no way of knowing, but based on what I have seen, um, the, I think they've got plenty of evidence to charge him with more stuff. So I think is. He's effectively OJ'd himself. I mean, he may wind up being free, but I don't think he's really ever going to work again. I, I don't know how he could. Yeah, well, the, the producers on, sh on the show, the Empire show, are still backing him now. Now that this came out, now they're saying this, you know, oh, we knew, we knew that this was, he was telling the truth. And so 
they're are they going to write him back on? Because I know they wrote him off the ending of the show, like the last, you know, whatever finale. I don't think they're going to write him back on. I think they're going to say, "Well, we're happy for him. We're glad he's, we're glad he's safe. We wish him well somewhere else." I don't think they're going to have to even think about it because the show is going to get canceled. Because I think, according to a couple reports I've seen, that it's already tank. Tim Pool said the last episode tanked, yeah. but I, I mean, I don't know. I don't pay attention to TV. But there may anymore. be people who just go that this is not worth bringing back. Did you see what Tracy Morgan did on Jimmy Fallon the other night? No. He got on there and he's like, what the hell is this guy thinking? He goes, racists don't watch Empire. <laughs> <laughs> They're not watching Empire going, we got to get that guy. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. So, Yeah, they don't. <clears throat> racists don't watch Empire and then <clears throat> follow a minor character from it and go, Oh, you're that empire nigga. <laughs> he goes, uh, he goes, racists aren't going to stand outside in a polar vortex and wait for you to walk by. Yeah. And he made some joke about, but he hung on to his sandwich. He still had his sandwich. Because well, he's the black Tupac. Well, yeah, because he fought back, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's just more of clown world, this kind of stuff. Like this national news that everything that happens flies against what you think should happen or common sense. And you're going, we are actually living in clown world. This is crazy, crazy town, bizarre land. Are you making a white face joke? Am I? I'm, I'm offended. Well, that's another thing that the attorney for Smollett said. Did you hear that? Yeah. And they go, well, someone interviewing uh, kudos to the person who did this interviewed um, the attorney and said, why did he say it was white guys? And she said it took five minutes of Google searching to find one of those brothers in... Uh, the Nigerian. They keep well, calling them Nigerians. But they're, they're but American just, just citizens. Just black guys. They're born here. But they are black. Right. But they're no more Nigerian than I'm Irish. Yeah. I think it's, I think they keep saying Nigerian to denote how dark they are. You know what I'm talking about? Without saying. Very black guys. Well, the only thing... These I two black guys, they weren't mulatto, If they're by saying... The way. They, were, they weren't, they weren't uh, partially white. Is, they were all black. Is mulatto like a word that you can use without offending people? I think, I think the appropriate term is Oreo. God. <laughs> you could be, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I was trying to be serious there for a minute. Uh, no, but so the, the, let's get back to what. So she said, um, she, she said, well, he only said he saw one of them and that she, the, the attorney just said he only saw one of the attackers. She. The attorney's a she. Oh, Smollett. Oh, my God. It. Twice he derailed me there. Well, he kind of is a she. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, 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 and he only saw his eyes through the mask, but he said they were white. He goes, well, you know, after five minutes of Google searching, I saw a video that these brothers produced where one of them was wearing white face. Well, okay. He yeah. put on some white, pure white makeup to do a Joker dialogue from Batman. Yeah. And I don't care. How I mean, you'd have to do some a damn damn fine makeup work to make. You'd you know, have to do some Wayans Brothers kind of work. Yeah, I mean, you have to get up all like right next to the eyeball to get all. The, you know, it ain't gonna happen. These guys aren't these aren't 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 the uh, technical geniuses that uh, would be able to pull something like that off. Yeah, so it's just stupid, just nonsense. But what else is there to say about it? It's just nonsense. Yeah, I I don't the only think thing, we've, I don't think we've heard the end of the story. About I guess one show. thing that. I'm not, I don't want to dismiss this as just nonsense, I guess, because it is dangerous because it's more of the perpetrating perp- portraying white people that are conservative as dangerous to black people or to gay people, which is not true at all. You probably the safest around if you get into a convention center with a bunch of Republicans or conservatives or Trump supporters and you're gay or you're black, you are not in any danger whatsoever from those people. Unless you're a complete freak show and you're like starting fights, I mean that that, that regardless. That, yeah, I mean if you're starting fights, right? You're you're in danger anywhere. But I'm saying if you just go and you're like, yeah, I'm gay, and it'd be like, oh hey, are you a Trump supporter? Yep. Like cool, we are too. That's the extent of what would happen. But they're portraying people like like Trump supporters and white people in general and white men as angry bigots that are just on the verge of snapping and attacking a gay black man. And that's dangerous for white people because then you'll have people that are on the edge that are unstable, that are feeling, you know, like, you know, why is this racist Trump in charge? And why are all of his racist supporters attacking people in the streets? I want to do something about it. So it's dangerous. Well, so it's not just eh, nonsense before you identify it as a lesbian black woman, you know, right. Disabled. How would you both mentally and physically? What was your, I mean, what was your honest reaction? You are ableist, by the way, by not not denoting that I am disabled. 
uh, I'm not hearing you because I'm identify as deaf, but I think Touché. my reaction, and I think yours is probably similar. If someone you didn't know and you'd met and you were talking to for a little bit had to bring up that they were gay, wouldn't your reaction be to go, yeah, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, it, it has been. <laughs> so what? Yeah, that's not your identity. It's not when they walk away to go. See, to most fans. at this point, to most conservatives, and I'm not talking about freak shows, like far right, because that's not what we're talking about when we talk about Trump supporters and conservatives. Um, they don't look at being gay or being black or being female or male or whatever as your identity. Because that's a left. That's what the left do. They they put you in a box. They say this is your identity, and we're all intersectional. So you have to check out these boxes. You have more privilege, so you can't be. You're at this level. No, we don't think that way. We 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 treat you based on on your actions and your personality and your ethics and all that kind of stuff. That's how we treat you. We don't treat you based on your. Now, yeah, there may be some prejudging going on by seeing how someone's dressed or seeing something, but. That's very small component. But everybody does. Yeah, it. that's human nature, and that's a small component of everybody's interactions. But but as a conservative, you're not sitting there going, you know, that person's gay, that person's black, therefore that person thinks this way or that person thinks that way. You're looking at a black person, you go, you know, hey, let's talk, let's let's see if this guy's cool. If he's cool, I'm cool with him. He's cool with me. Awesome. Uh, a person that's gay, I don't think right off the bat. I'll go, well, that guy's a little flouncy. I probably do, but you know, he could be straight, he could be gay. I don't care. Let's talk to him. And find out what kind of guy is if he's cool or not. And then if if, he, if it comes out and saying, yeah, um, I'm you know I'm into um, a certain video game that you play. I'm like, cool, okay, we'll talk about the video game. By the way, are you gay? That's never going to come up. But if you're a liberal or leftist, that's one of the first things you have to establish. Yes, my my pronouns are this, and I'm gay, and blah blah blah, and my per- oppression points and your privilege points. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, I, I got agree. a little rant there. Yeah. <laughs> I Ben Shapiro was just on Rogan's podcast again recently, and uh, Rogan wanted to talk to him about the um, and I, anybody who can, I would encourage you to watch this because the first hour, I didn't, first hour is what I watched and watched the rest of it. Um, uh, they had really good discussions from. I mean, Ben is very conservative. He's not alt right. That's just, I hate that term. Um, he's he's just a conservative guy. And uh, Joe, who I think is way more conservative than he really thinks he is. Or that he lets on. But views himself on the left. Fine. He thinks he's damn near socialist, I think. But um, they just had a really cool, polite discussion about religion and drugs. And Joe goes, well, you've never tried drugs, have you? And Ben goes, nope. He goes, so I have no authority on it whatsoever. And Joe says, well, you know, I think... uh, I think they found some good uses for medicinal marijuana, or uh, there's some of the stuff they're using. Uh, they're using um, oh, what's one of the drugs for? Uh, uh, oh, ecstasy to help treat. Uh, is that DMT, or is that different? I don't know. Okay. Again, I know nothing about drugs. I've never tried a single one. Um, but they don't, and that's mostly because I have a pretty addictive personality. I know if I started one and liked it, I'd never stop. Um, but Joe said there's this ex- ecstasy or derivative of it that they're using on people with PTSD hmm. and it's working um, and they're having good results from now ecstasy does damage your brain. I mean, physically damages your brain, but I don't think this is the stuff you're buying from, but just about every drug does kind of do that. Alcohol does that. Well, depending were, on how much you I use. I remember seeing like a 60 minute show on um, uh, back in the nineties when raves were huge and everyone was going to them. The, this one girl had been taking, um, just she'd go to raves and she'd take ecstasy. And they did a scan of her brain. And it looked like Swiss cheese or something. Yeah. And she was freaking out. She's like, oh, my God. And they're like, yes, it actually physically damaged. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. But but then I think some of that might be hype because. Well, it might be. Yeah. But. Because like, like if they show the brain of a person that's addicted to alcohol, it's messed up. Yeah, but they're not making it out of whole cloth is my point. Yeah. Even if it's half as bad as they say it is. But if you can use it to treat P- PTSD and, and it's, uh, you know, it comes to an amount, like if you're not over yeah. prescribing it or whatever. And if it's, it's if it's uh, some sort of synthetic thing that the FDA is and approving and saying. Yeah, if it treats it. PTSD and the worst side effects is that they like to rub up against shit. Yeah. I guess that'd be fine. As long as it's not like Biden-esque. 
smelling hair. Had to circle back to rubbing it, up huh? against kids. <laughs> <laughs> but and then they talked about religion, and Joe was saying, you know, religion has caused a lot of problems, and Ben brings up reasons for why we should have it, and uh, the two of them really just had a good discussion. It's like these are two guys who view themselves. If you go from on a scale from one to ten, as one being ultra liberal and ten being ultra uh conservative i think you're looking at two guys who are probably respectively a three and a half and a nine you know i'd, I'd, I'd probably rate shapiro like seven or eight and i think he's farther right than that just i mean he's not uh he's he's just very again i take exception to the idea that if you move right you're racist i think the left is the racist side. Oh, Tim but, Pool says this all the time yeah. in his videos. We we mentioned him a lot because he puts out a lot of content. Yeah, he's got like four channels. Um, and he seems to be open-minded. But he uh, he he does a lot of videos on how he really does believe the regressive left is the racist. I mean, the hardcore racist. Well, Joe made the comment he's had a guy. I think it was, uh, was it Anquan Bowden, who was a um, NFL receiver who's now a comedian. He said that guy said... Not all Trump ra- voters are racist, but all the racists are Trump voters. I, I don't buy that for a second. I think that's something the left says. No. But uh, Joe, I think, believes that. But my point is, if you take out what people typically think of the right being racist, I think Ben's a nine. He's very, he's a uh, very um, conservative Jewish guy. He yeah wants the government out of stuff. I think he's... But regardless... Even if he's a seven and a half or an eight, like you're saying, these are two people that on that scale are at least half of the scale apart. And they're just having a decent discussion. They're not calling each other names. And there's no reason we have to be doing that. So why do they do that? Why can they, they do that? And your typical um, lefty on the street and, and right wing can't. Well, I think it's a mutual respect. I think that I've said this before, though, the right throws uh, stuff out there, you know, uh, insults. I think generally it's the left that gets there first because they don't have an argument. That's what my ass where I was getting at. Did you just see? I hate bringing her up again, but I'm going to do it. Did you see AOC's thing about she was being interviewed somewhere and someone said, uh, um, "What do you think about this idea that you guys are the Tea Party of the left?" And she says in her smug fucking tone, she's like, "Hmm, I find that really interesting because you know if you look at," she goes, "We have to get past this thing where we're." She goes, our, our p- appeal on the left is that we don't just throw out insults and stuff. We actually make an oh argument. Oh, my God. And when oh people say, te- it's like, you got to look this quote up. <sighs> she goes right into, I mean, this is like the same sentence, certainly the same paragraph. She says, and when people say Tea Party of the left, and she's like, I know you guys can't see this. She's like, I find that interesting. It's just a smug sort of finger wagging she goes uh because when you look at the basis of the tea party it's racism and bigotry and white nationalism three seconds ago you just said we don't do the name calling and you go right into the name calling it's just like the don lemon thing they're just complete hypocrites yeah when he said Uh, we got to get past this idea of calling each other names and and we got to stop (laughs) got to stop the white racist from doing this all the time (laughs) uh really quick did you see the interview uh christiane amanpour did with uh comey yeah i didn't see it i just heard the clip no it was pathetic you 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 know what what i'm gonna talk about right i know exactly what she says uh she asked him uh during the campaign uh all of trump supporters and at the rallies were saying chanting lock her up uh uh, referring to clinton Clinton, and shouldn't that be deemed hate speech but she goes farther she's like shouldn't the authorities get in and arrest people for that yeah I mean, and, and then Comey's tepid, like, like limp dick response to that. He was, actually came back harder than I thought he would. It's still, still tepid. Oh, I, yeah. the, the response to that should be, should be look at her and go, bitch, please. <laughs> Do you want to reach over and slap her too? Pretty much. The, the full pimp hand. And go, and is she, is she an American citizen? I don't know. I don't know either, to be honest with you. She's what, CNN, right? I think so. Uh, she might not be an American citizen. I don't know. But she's their, I think she's like their lead foreign but, affairs anchor. But you don't have any clue what the First Amendment, Amendment means if you ask that question. I think she does. I think she just thinks that you should be able to use the force of government to stop things you don't like. But the lock her up is no, it's not a threat of violence. It's not, 
it's basically a meme. Well, it's basically it's, saying she is a guilty as sin. She shouldn't be Roman free. If 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 the if justice was served, she'd be in jail. But okay, it's not I'm saying not, go I'm, go physically restrain her, put her in cuffs. Like anybody that sees her on the street, you you grab her, you put her in cuffs, and you throw her in a cell. That's not. That would be the one one thing that I mean. I'm going to take you through Christiane Amanpour's head. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out her thought process. And I'm going to sound like I'm being facetious, but I'm not. I'm serious. She's thinking we should stop people from lying because she shouldn't be locked up because she didn't do anything wrong. Lock her up is a meme and it's a chant to distract from all the illegal things that corrupt Trump did to fool stupid enough stupid people because people are stupid. The general voter is stupid. They're uninformed. They're not as smart as me. Um, to elect this corrupt, corrupt person and deny a righteous person that we all know would be a great president uh, from being president. Okay, so like the people that say Trump is a traitor and, tr- and committed treason. It's um, just like They that. shouldn't be locked up for that. They shouldn't be investigated by the FBI. It's just like that line in the... that. Luke Skywalker has in the latest uh, latest Star Wars movie where he says, everything in that sentence is a lie. Or everything is, nothing yeah. in that sentence is true. In her head, that's what's happening. Hillary should be president. That's how it should work. And then she starts to make a bunch of justifications in her head. But Comey's, Comey, I mean, I don't, I have no respect for Comey, but I mean, it just, I heard the response. I can't remember specifically. I could probably look it up. I, I think he said along the lines of, that's not. I don't think the government should be getting involved in that kind of stuff. Right, which is which is a fine, tepid, you know, uh, no nonsense, um, I guess. But it, but it, because you know, it's a professional. Answer. Yeah, it is. But she doesn't deserve that. No, with that question, she really doesn't. And there needs to be more people like Trump out there. And obviously, Comey's not an ally of Trump or anything. So that's not. If Trump would say to her if she asked that stupid fucking question. He would say. That's a very dumb question. Why did you ask such a stupid question? I love when he does the thing where he just he he looks and goes what, and they say it again. They ask the question again. And he just does that like wave of his hand and looks away and goes ah, who cares? Yeah, I love that. Or or he he's actually said that to reporters that ask stupid questions. He goes, do you know how stupid that question is? That's a very dumb question. Yeah. So yeah, it is, and he's right. I mean, he's right. So all right, well, uh, call it there, and. Uh, so it's rooster at bread and circuses podcast.com or crow at bread and circuses podcast.com. And if you have ideas for uh, some would you rathers or mm-hmm. topics on the show, we'd appreciate it. We're also on Facebook at the bread and circuses podcast.com. And uh, we have a YouTube channel now. There's one video on it. One, exactly one video that I can't recommend to everyone because it is pretty gross. Yeah, but it's, uh, I, I gained uh, more respect for you <laughs> slugging down that whole piece of rotten fish. I lost respect for myself for doing that. So, well, there's a as, trade off there. As you should. <laughs> All right. See you. Bye.